1: Plushcare slash weight loss. Okay, next door. Apparently the PSNI, not apparently, but they are the PSNI on their Nuri and Mourn Facebook page are highlighting next door. Are they promoting it? Well they say, Do you know we're on next door? Next door is the best way to stay informed of what's going on in your neighborhood only members of your local community can join your network as verification is done on name and address we will post specific information we cannot see conversations going on in Nextdoor, we can only see comments on our own posts so the PSNI encouraging you to use Nextdoor and it would seem like a good idea because neighbourhood watch all of that, just being aware, keeping your eyes open for your neighbour and uh, highlighting maybe those who would be uh, not that welcome doing their thing, having a chat about it? It's, it's, but it's not all about security; it can just be about convenience, about neighbourliness. So, I, yeah, I, I understand. I understand the police thinking this might be a good idea. But uh, Wayne Denner is a cybersecurity expert, and apparently there have been a few questions about next door. Uh, Wayne, good morning. Good morning, Frank. Yeah, Wayne, just remind us, first of all, how Door works, how the app works.
0: Yeah, it's kind of based on the social networking principle, Frank, where this is primarily geared towards bringing neighbours closer together. Um, and it's actually launched in the UK. It is, uh, originates from America. So it's a concept that's been around in the United States now for a number of years. And like you said in your uh, introduction to the piece, the idea is that... Uh, you know, the law enforcement agencies, I suppose, uh, can post alerts on things that are happening in the area. Um, It's interesting in the sense that um, this is, seems to be um, promoted on a, a local PSNI page. And um, the question sort of I would ask, I suppose, is, you know, how is the data used and how is the data shared? And that's the sort of big question from, from, from my point of view. And I think other people similarly who are asking uh, the same sorts of questions.
1: Have there been uh, in other countries worries about <laughs> the wrong people infiltrating what you would believe to be your neighbourhood?
0: And that's always the big risk that we have with any of these particular platforms is the uh, trust and safety of users is paramount and i think that's something that many social media platforms um, run the risk and fall into the category of where things happen on the platforms where it puts uh, a user's uh, safety at risk and i think next door is going to be no different in that respect um, i think reading around on the internet and looking at this and speaking to a few people there has been some concerns in relation to privacy aspects of the platform And I think that's always a big concern for many people who sign up to social media platforms. I think the important thing about this one in particular is if you're going to be reporting crimes through this platform, and I think there is a feature built into the platform that does that, where you can report things that happen in your neighbourhood, I think the question that people fundamentally need to ask is where does this data end up and who has access to it?
1: Might might people have worries that those who are committing the crimes uh, would be able to identify those who were informing the police.
0: Well, it's, it says that they, they, they do take steps to protect users and the anonymity of people who are reporting things on the platform. But again, you know, many of these platforms, in particular, have issues in relation to when they themselves get infiltrated, where there is a data breach and sensitive information that people might have posted on the platform or indeed signed up. And, and again, you know, people have received things through the mail from this particular platform or other organisations um, that has had their first names and last names addresses on it and we have to remember as well that this is a platform that is designed to make money so at some point it's going to need to be generating money mostly from advertising so that's probably potentially where some of the data that's been aggregated could be used.
1: Yeah, I see the Dutch police have some concerns about it. Our police seem to be in favour of it. But you can understand the PSNI encouraging anyone to get involved in a community initiative. Community initiatives are are to be applauded.
0: Uh, Absolutely. And again, I think, though, that the, 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 the... the, the approach from the PS and I should have been that, you know, here's something to take a look at potentially, but again, I think that comes with its risks in putting anything like that into the public domain, particularly if we don't know the background of the platform. I think that's where we really need to be careful about any information that we give to people to sign up to any platform, that we make sure that we've done our own due diligence ourselves to make sure that the platform is safe and secure. And, there's, and again, I'm not saying that this platform is not safe and secure, but when you read around and you look at all of these types of things and you look at how data in itself is being misused by a barrier as at different companies and organisations and platforms. We need to make sure that the end user is clear on what they're signing up to. And in the future, then, how that data is going to be used, whether it is for marketing purposes in the future.
1: Yeah, the idea is to keep a community safe and to bring communities closer together, as you made a reference to at the the beginning, Wayne. It's amazing that now we're in this particular year of 2020, the way we do communicate, even with our neighbours, tends to be via particularly via whatsapp and whatsapp groups and you know clubs groups and organizations are using whatsapp we we do far more whatsapping and some texting than we do speaking we're we're becoming a nod bunch aren't we
0: and that's a great point frank you know we have the whole aspect of many people now within within their local communities sports groups, groups community groups and i'm in a lot of different community initiatives and a lot of the conversations take place digitally a lot of the conversations take place via WhatsApp, for example, but we have to remember the GDPR implications of all of that type of stuff. And this is something that is being talked about at the moment in relation to companies and organisations using platforms such as WhatsApp and the GDPR implications on that. I think it's very important that we just make sure that our users are safe and people make sure that if they are signing up to any of these platforms, it doesn't matter whether it's Nextdoor or any other platform for that matter, that data is involved and data is being transferred, and where does that data fundamentally reside? Is it transferred outside of the EU? Does it stay within the EU? And what happens if the platform itself is compromised? How do you take back your personal information?
1: Yeah, I noticed that some GAA clubs are very moved by the GDPR element and and, and the worries about the coach WhatsApping the team members. Is that something that, you know, they were scoffed at, I think, in one of the counties. It's one of the southern counties, I can't remember which one, but they were scoffed at by other people within the the GAA. But might they be on to something there? yeah i think I think there is issues in and around the whole aspect
0: of user information being shared on um, whatsapp groups in particular, so people need to be careful. I think clubs in particular need to make sure they have their policies and procedures up to, up to date so that they are informing people of how that information can be used. Of course, you know yourself whenever you're involved in any of these whatsapp groups, your mobile number can be seen by everybody else in the group so unless you've consented to that happening then there could be an issue that might arise in the future. So I think people, businesses and organizations, community groups need to look at this and it actually needs to be taken really seriously because personal information is valuable and we have to protect it and privacy is important as well to all of us and we've moved into a time now where privacy is getting diluted all of the time and that does at some point put our personal safety at risk. If the platforms themselves and you know again no platform is perfect, we see that data breaches are on the rise all the time. There's not a day goes by where there's not some form of data breach has happened in some part of the world. That information that comes out of those data breach ends up back in the public domain or being sold on some dark alley.
1: Well, GDPR, it's a General Data Protection Regulation. It is the law and people obviously have to adhere to it. And one of the best examples of it is any time you go to a site now uh, on your phone or whatever, I, it'll come up that you have to agree. Yeah, Do you agree? And everyone everyone presses, uh, agree. You know, it, it could be could be written, you are a prat and you know you are a prat. You will say, I, I agree. We, we, never, we never read yeah. it.
0: No, and that's that's the big problem. And, and I've been calling for some time now for companies to look at this because it's very difficult for people to actually understand what they're agreeing to. And many of these um, complex um, Forms that you're filling in uh, to take, you know, where they take control of your information. It's very difficult to understand the terms and conditions and/or and the privacy policy itself. Uh, it's not written for the average person to be able to understand it. Many of these documents are crafted by lawyers uh, using very sophisticated legal language, and the end user doesn't actually fundamentally know what it is. If we take that, Frank, and we consider that with children and young people who are signing up to these platforms as well, I mean, no child or young person is going to read seven pages of a privacy policy to get an understanding on how their information is being used. That needs to be looked at and fundamentally that needs to be condensed into something which is digestible for the every person on the street to be able to understand.
1: Okay, Wayne, uh, thank you. Wayne Denner from com. Are you on next door? Do let us know. What are the benefits of it? Tell us three one zero five. And do you worry if you're on WhatsApp as the administrator of a WhatsApp group and you're with a youth club or a sporting organisation or just a, a general team of of people? Do you have concerns that you could be breaching the rules and regulations as laid down in the law. O two eight nine oh Treble 105. this GDPR General Data Protection Regulation really mean anything to you on a day to day basis. Even on a budget, quality is non negotiable.